It's now time for the Rural News with Monique Steele. Tinakwe Monique. And National is sticking with its decision to reinstate live exports by sea. Tenakwe, Charlotte. Yes, this comes after animal rights group SAFE launched a new advertising campaign focused on National's live export policy. The practice was banned in April after an independent review in 2019 found it could be a risk to New Zealand's international reputation. SAFE's chief executive, Deborah Ashton, says it wants to remind voters of National's pledge to restart live exports if elected. There's a lot of undecided voters out there and polling has shown that people really do care about animals. So I think politicians need to take this seriously and not be dismissive of how much Kiwis cared about this issue. Internationally, we've been recognised as world leaders in animal welfare and bringing back live export by sea is going to have a really negative impact on brand New Zealand. But National's animal welfare spokesperson Nicola Grigg says in resuming live cattle exports, the party would require purpose-built ships and new animal welfare standards. I appreciate that an animal being on a ship for three weeks is quite different to roaming around in a pastoral environment. However, as I said, the market that's going to fulfil the gap we've left is South America. So those animals are going to be on a ship for closer to seven or eight weeks. Now, I'd rather see them leave New Zealand on a custom-built ship in comfort and safety for three weeks than the alternate, which is, is pretty rough. Deborah Ashton says it's unrealistic as the ships won't stop animal cruelty on the trip or ensure animal welfare standards on farm once they arrive. The ACT Party and New Zealand First have also committed to reinstating live exports by sea, but the Green Party would not. Meanwhile, to Western Australia, where sheep farmers, shearers and transporters are pleading with their federal government to reconsider plans to phase out live sheep exports. It's promised to end the trade but hasn't set a date yet. The industry says stopping it will have major ramifications, not only on individual farmers but entire communities. Local shearing contractor Darren Spencer told the ABC it's a mental health issue now. They're putting animal welfare in front of human welfare because we've got people that's taken their livelihoods away when they take the live export out and that's going to be a bigger problem than the the few sheep that this happens to. And this is a very minute amount of cruelty and the industry has cleaned their act up. Federal Agriculture Minister Murray Watt has told Parliament the government's mind is made up. Finances and regulations are the top concerns for dairy farmers, a new survey has found. The Dairy NZ survey of just over 300 farmers done earlier this year shows all New Zealand dairy farmers are feeling the pinch of inflation, with almost 75% reporting cost increases of 20% or higher in the past year. Dairy NZ chair Jim Vanderpoel says finances are getting tight. With costs going up, with interest rates, you know, at a reasonable high level, at a high level now, and with uh, milk price forecasts going down, I guess that's having a big impact on farmers and their um, and their views around the future, or their views around their finances going forward, or how they're feeling about things. This this survey was done before the last two milk price reviews, so um, you know, I would imagine that the sentiment around this would be worse, not better, after that. Mr Vanderpoel says regulations are also having a big impact on sentiment. 48% of farms are saying that someone on their farm has experienced mental health issues in 2023. 
and uh, 60% of farms believe that there's not enough mental health support out there for rural communities. Jim Vanderpoel says Dairy NZ continues to advocate for dedicated funding for rural mental health. A North Canterbury group opposing a 200-hectare solar farm is hopeful the unconsented project will be abandoned. Developer Far North Solar Farm is optimistic the project, on a sheep, beef and arable farm near the Wiperer station at Weka Pass, could be up and running within two years. But Leslie Kelsey of Grassroots Group Save Waipara Valley says the group is the project is not the right fit for the area. This isn't a debate or a question of whether you think renewable energy is a good thing or not. That's not the point. The question that we're grappling with is whether it's right for what, at the end of the day, is an industrial plant to be built on highly productive land adjacent to a state highway and close to a population centre. Miss Kelsey's family has a winery and vineyard nearby and says neighbours were shocked to learn about the proposed project. She says the site would include hundreds of thousands of large solar panels with up to 40 large inverter units. It would change the character of the valley enormously, I think. You know, a lot of businesses here have worked hard to develop Wiper's reputation as a wine region and as a tourism destination for wine. And the thought of that being taken over by effectively what is industrialisation is really concerning. Lizzie Kelsey says much of the soil on the proposed site has a land use capability classification which should protect the highly productive land from development. Far North Solar Farms says it is contacting neighbours nearby and the project is holding an open day on site late next month. A sheep milk producer and exporter says having a relatively niche product is helping buffer the sector from some of the tough global trading wins. Spring's sheep milk company runs just over 17,000 milking ewes and exports milk powder predominantly to China, but also Vietnam and Malaysia. Chief Operations Officer Thomas McLeod says the macroeconomic factors that have pushed meat and dairy prices down also apply to sheep milk powder, but not to the same extent. While there's some challenging trading environments, we're certainly um, better fed than most in terms of our product portfolio and, and opportunities in markets. We've got the benefit of being um, not commodity in nature, uh, so branded goods, and so that just gives us a few more levers to pull in a bit more resilience to the macro economic factors. Thomas McDonald says they will balance the supply and demand for sheep milk in late spring and decide then whether to look for new farmers to join the company. And that's the rural news for today. Kia pai tērā.